Wake up and live. We are joined by Pindi Lemazindo, who's an NLP life coach practitioner, as well as a personal development coach and a pastor, talking about the potential of the mind and the power of your words. Good morning, Pindile. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Nkudleg and all the A-teamers. I am blessed and yourself? Ah, I'm strengthened. Thank you very much for asking. Now, the power of the mind. Mm-hmm. and the power of our words. That's what we're talking about today. What is the mind's capacity um, when it comes uh, to, uh, to to power? Right. So, you know, as you know, we have the organ um, that is in our scalp, which is the actual, which is the, the brain, right? It's an organ, it's got tissue, it's got muscles, it's got cells. When we talk about the mind, we're just simply talking about the faculty um, or the cognitive part of, you know, this organ, um, which regulates our sensation, our perception on things, how we think, how we reason, um, memory, belief, desires, emotion and motives, motivation and so forth. Right. Um, And so what happens is that this the mind is, you know, uh, science and psychology still says that they have not fully explored the power of the mind. And to me, that says that's how powerful it is. So from what they're able to conceptualize, the mind is a very, very powerful thing. Um, it can literally make you and break you. And, you know, it sounds like it's a cliche. It sounds like it's something that we just repeat and it's not true. But all honesty, it can make you or break you. Um, everything that you do is regulated by what is in your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs. I believe that a few weeks ago and last week as well, we touched on, you know, what what we call the the subconscious mind. So the mind has got three levels to it. It's got the, um, you know, pre-conception, pre-conscious rather, and the conscious and the subconscious. And all these levels of your mind contribute to your behavior. They contribute to your habits or lack thereof. They contribute to how you think, how you reason, how you do things. So because the mind has got such power, it regulates everything that you do. And what I like about the mind um, is that it's it, it just can't haphazardly form a certain belief or make you do something, you know, um, in other words, it can be influence, um, you know, so that's how you hack your mind by influencing your mind. You can influence your mind to a, you know, downward spiral, or you can influence it to, you know, limitless things that you can do. Um, and so it all lies in you. What do you feed your mind? What, how do you exercise your mind? Um, uh, what are the things that you are absorbing um, uh, and observing as well? What are you taking in? What are you, what beliefs are you allowing yourself to form? And the great book says, uh, the Bible says that as a man thinketh, so is he. What you think you become, because what happens is the more you think about something, that's the more you gravitate towards that line of thinking, that line of doing things. And it sends signals to your body. It sends neuro, uh, neuro, 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 neuroton uh, signals to your body of doing certain things. When I'm talking to you right now, um, um, I've subconsciously I've said to my mind, I'm going to talk to Unonkululego when the A-teamers, so I, I, the, the brain knows, the mind knows, my, my, my actions follow there. Therefore, um, uh, uh, thereafter, and so I'm able to speak to you because that's what I have told my mind to do—to speak to you. So, 
everything that we are able to do, we, we can hack the mind, be influenced, as I've mentioned, and it will alter our behaviors. It will alter the things that we do. And so it is not a cliche. There is really power in the mind. And I feel like as human beings, we underutilize the power that is in our minds. Um, and, and it's not even something that we're doing on purpose. It's not something that we're doing it deliberately. It's because we are not aware of the capacity that the mind has to break us or make us. And so we tend to not use it to its full capacity or potential. Not that you can ever use your mind to its full capacity, I believe, but to the level that you, in which you are for uh, the best results in your life. Mm. We don't use it, utilize it at all. Now, what are the effects of, um, you know, pre-deposited limiting beliefs and thoughts? It's unfortunate <laughs> that we have limiting belief and uh, pre-dispositions uh, because what happens is you sort of have these already set mindsets um, and already set meaning that these things happen even before a time where you can by yourself um, judge whether this is, is okay, whether can I develop this as a habit, can I take this certain road, can I think a certain way and these beliefs are often um, you know, we, we inherit them. We inherit them from our caregivers as children in, as we are developing in our early years. We inherit them from um, events and circumstances that happened to us way in childhood, you know, uh, in our infancy years, toddler years, um, and pre-teen and teen years. And the environment that we grow up in, the things that we are exposed to or, the, you know, that people expose us to, it sets certain um, predispositions and limiting beliefs and what happens with those things is that they disable you from thinking beyond where you are thinking beyond from what you know um, and they they limit you because now this is all you know this is all you can do you don't want to explore you don't want to uh, venture out and there's so much that one can do um, you know, when you start to train your mind a certain way, when you start to affect your mind a certain way, um, you know, and we need to understand that um, the, the, the predispositions, they, they sort of like, um, they hold a particular attitude, right, as well, and act in a particular way. So you hold a certain attitude, you act in a particular way, because this is all you know, this is the only attitude that you know, you grew up in a, an abusive family, an abusive environment, you tend to be negative. It's, it's honestly not a cliche, you tend to be negative from what you observe from the outside, external factors are what contribute or influence the internal factors, which is your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs, and so forth. So you, you take all of that in, and you become a negative person, you see, and view the world in a very negative way and you start blaming and the fact that Nunkulula is the one that is not she's not selecting the right you know speakers on the show and you know her topics are terrible and she's just a, a bad presenter everything that you're going to say has nothing to do with the per person that you're assessing has nothing to do with the person that you are actually giving a view on it's all on you but it's the negativity that lies in your mind and your mind can think of nothing else outside of that and th that's what the effects are however you can hack it as I've mentioned before, you can change the way that you think, you can change the way that you view things, you can change your beliefs that they're not no longer limiting to you, but you know, it's endless possibilities of the things that you're able to do, um, the areas that you're able to venture into, it really lies in you. And you know, the trick about this is that no one can do it for you. There's an African proverb that says that, um, you know, the enemy outside cannot do anything to you. It's the enemy within. It's an inside job. It's the, it's your, you are your own worst enemy more than anyone. No one has power. No one has leverage to destroy your life except you. Yes, they can 
act a certain way. They can say certain words to you. They can place you in circumstances that are detrimental to you and that are condemning to you. But at the end of the day, um, the power lies in your mind. The power lies in how you think, you know, and the things that you say. Um, there's a, a, a word that says that, you know, you are not... You, you, it was not your fault that you were hurt. It was not your fault that that man said the things he said. It was not your fault that that woman treated you as such. It was not your fault that your parents put you in the circumstance that you found yourself in. It was not your fault that in the pain that you encountered as a child. But it is your responsibility to heal. The responsibility to heal lies in you. There comes a point in one's life where you can no longer blame your parents. We know this. You can no longer blame, you know, um, the economical state. You can no longer blame certain things that are happening. Yes, we, they are reality. You know, we, we, we are not undermining what you've gone through. We are not downplaying the severity of the case of the state of the economy or what is happening around us or what happened in your childhood or how that person hurt you. We are not in any way undermining. But at the end of the day, the responsibility to heal or to move out of the situation lies in you. There's a Chinese proverb that says, you cannot prevent the birds of sorrow from flying over your head. So you can't prevent birds of sorrow or birds of pain or, or anger or discomfort and all these things that happen. You can't prevent them from flying over your head, but you can prevent them from building a nest. You don't call certain things in your life, regardless of the decisions that you've made, you might think it's your fault. I'm here to tell you that it's not your fault. It's not fully your fault and you cannot blame yourself. You can't prevent those things, but you can prevent them from building a nest. In other words, you can prevent them from from from, from, from perpetuating pain and anger. And, but and how do we do that, uh, Pindile? I mean, it must, it must take a lot of working and uh, some hacks. How do we do that? Um, it, it's, it's a critical element that you're speaking about. A lot of people are stuck in past right. things, the way they were brought up, and they're asking themselves, okay, Pindin Gagos, but how? It's a lot of work, and it cannot happen overnight because these things have been happening over years to you. So it might not necessarily take the, amount, the, the same amount of time to erase it, but you have to do a lot of work. And it varies from person to person. I remember with the ATMs, there's a lot of beliefs, there's a lot of religions, there's a lot of, you know, people have ways of doing things. So I'm going to just name a couple. Um, and, you know, one of the ways, and as I've mentioned with the last week's topics, that you always have to be conf confrontational with the situation. Um, you cannot pretend that it's not happening. You 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 cannot duck this. You you cannot dive anywhere. You can't hide from it. You confront it. You look at uh, you know head on. And the second you are able to gauge the severity of the pain, where you are stuck, where you are, then it will tell you what measures you have to take because it's different. If, for example, you are stuck and you are stuck at the fact that you were raped five years ago, and you know that's a severe case. That's what you're you're facing. So how you deal with it will be different. Okay, you you confront, and then the the, the first thing that you need to tell yourself, and this way this with this with the the element of the power of words comes in. Um, what you begin to think, remember, you become. What you begin to think is what you will uh, reiterate. It's what you will say. It's what you will mention. So sometimes it's good to speak words back to yourself, back to your mind, um, because the mind, uh, remember, because it's able to absorb information, translate it into habits, translate it into behavior translate into attitude you have to feed your mind you feed your mind and again you know it sounds like it's cliche but it's not you feed your mind with positive thoughts I, you know i have been raped 
this is the pain that this man has caused me. This is what they've stolen from me. This is what they've left me with. But I make a choice today that this man or this person, this incident no longer has power. Just those words repeatedly to yourself, speaking them, you know, what we call positive affirmations. Um, you say it over and over again. It, it, it sends signals and messages to the brain to debunk what it already knew about the situation to say, I am not a product of my rape. I am not defined by my rape or the pain that I'm in. Just using those words. At that point, you know, therapy is not next to you. There's no coach. There's nothing. It's you and yourself. You say these words to yourself over and over again. Um, journaling is one of the things that you have to do. Uh, journal your pain. Put your pain on paper. Let it out. Um, you can go to therapy. You can go for counseling. You can go for coaching. It, it, it's it's influencing it and hacking it by the things that you are bringing to your brain. Now, the, the, the secret to this is that now you are shifting dimensions. You are shifting a direction. The direction that you are in now is a direction of hopelessness. You feel despondent. You feel, um, you know, broken and you feel stuck. Now, how do you, 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 you move yourself from the situation is to change direction. Jim Ron says um, he was a, a, a an, an American um he was a speaker and an investor, and he once said that um, you it takes one decision to change direction to your life. You may not get to the destination overnight, but you can change direction. It's a simple change of direction. No one can do it for it. You, you have to say, this is no longer the road I'm going to take. I'm shifting away. And and, and as you move, as you continue to move, you'll find sources along the way. Um, you, it's networks. It's people that you can go to. It's people you can talk to. It's the, it's the circles that you have to find yourself in. Sometimes you have to do away with certain and friends because um, believe it or not and even some certain family members have been feeding on that negativity so they've actually been plant not only was it planted in you but they've been watering that seed of negativity they've been keeping in that place they've not been making efforts to pull you out of that so there are certain people you have to move away from there are certain circles that you have to you know move out of and a lot of these things you can't do it by yourself you always need somebody that will look over you you'll need somebody that you have to be accountable to it may not be somebody that you share an emotional relationship with because remember they don't have the capacity they have they have the same emotional connection to the situation as yourself. Mm. And sometimes emotionally attached to a certain situation, it's not easy for you to come out by yourself. You know, Pindile, it seems words and actions are needed for us to activate the power in our minds. Thank you so very much for joining us this morning. How do A-teamers get in touch with you? Thank you so much, Asisdan Kulego. They can contact me on 071-185-6615. Excellent. Have a blessed morning further. You too. Thank you, madam. And a blessed morning to the A-teamers as well.